Hey everyone, welcome to the spiritual podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about the next chapter, Uttara Padrapada, a little bit more. Um, there's some parts about it that I haven't really explored on here with y'all yet that are important to talk about um, because they do manifest in various ways. Um, so yeah, um, if you don't know if you have this nakshatra, go look up your Vedic charts. Um, and if you're learning about Vedic astrology or are interested in learning a little bit more about Vedic astrology, I, you know, I'm a big proponent of learning all different types of astrology and divination tools because there's truth in all of them. So if this resonates, stick around and let's find out the dark sides of Uttara Bhadrapada. Um, and, you know, just some information to help you strengthen yourself and make the best choices for yourself and just a word of warning and things that I personally came across with this as my rising sign in D9. So let's get started. So Uttara Bhadrapada. It is the Cinderella of the Vedic Zodiac. Um, if you've, you know, heard me talk about it before, there's a whole segment on it, um, you know, where it's literally the title is <laughs> the Cinderella of the nakshatras. Um, it is a beautiful nakshatra. It does have a lot of positivity and good things that come out of it. However, there's also a lot of difficulty and there's a lot of darkness that can come out of it too. And you can get the full breadth of everything, you know, depending on, you know, everybody experiences in different ways, every nakshatra, um, but you can experience all of it <laughs> also. So you might've, you know, even just brushed up against some of the negative parts of it, um, or experienced them in varying different ways. Um, you know, this nakshatra, if you didn't see the, the previous episodes or, uh, you know, just a reminder that it's ruled by, um, Saturn, so we have Jupiter here and we have Saturn here. And this is a highly evolved nakshatra. Most um, six lines have this nakshatra and or other very evolved and um, trend like trans. I don't want to say transgression. <laughs> I don't know. Um, evolutionary evolutionary nakshatras. Nakshatras that have like an evolutionary tail. And usually those nakshatras have Saturn in them um you know where you start from one place and then you know you started from the bottom and now we're here type of thing and so all that being said and if you've seen claire nocti's video on youtube i highly recommend it if you haven't if it resonates with you to go check it out um she did a whole docuseries um through the modern lens of Uttara Bhadrapada researching and using um films and actors um, you know, public stories, what we can access um, to, you know, examine and explore this nakshatra in the modern world. So there's that also. Highly recommended if you'd like to go see it. Um, but yeah, that being said, it's, like I said, highly evolutionary and it has a story arc that goes like Cinderella's in varying degrees. And what it means is that Oh, it's very similar to Ashlesha. It's a coming of age nakshatra. Uh, usually people that have Ashlesha have this also. Um, so like you'll have like, for instance, me, I'm an Ashlesha rising in D1 and in D9, I'm Uttara Bhadrapada. And um, that's very common also. Anyway, 
it's, you know, going from restriction and the harshness of Saturn um, to um, evolved point in a higher state in some sort of way, whether that's materially or spiritually or both. Um, but one of the ways that it shows up where it's like a lot like a Shlesha, where it's, it's a very feminine nakshatra, um, where there can be tendencies of abuse of power. Um, in this case, we're going to be talking about today with Uttarabhadrapada, um, you know, being financially abused, sexually abused, um, and being in abusive, toxic cycles of being financially independent, or not independent, <laughs> financially dependent and in abusive uh, situations that have to do with finances and sex. So um, there's a lot of Uttarabhadrapada nakshatra natives that go through uh, sex trafficking and situations like sex trafficking. Um, you know, that also happens in the porn industry. Not everybody who does porn does it willingly. Um, even people in the industry that are doing it willingly aren't aware of the people that aren't doing it willingly. There's a lot of uh, grooming that, that comes with it. Um, not all people that do porn, not all porn is like this, but, you know, there's definitely that also that's alive and well within the porn industry. It's the sex industry in general. Um... So yeah, anyway, yesterday I was in the pool being my typical bug lifeguard on duty. Um, I have to stop myself because I can literally drive myself crazy being like trying to save every single little bug that I see in the water. Um, and I'm like, I was just jokingly asking myself and wondering, like, I wonder what gate makes me be this way. <laughs> and I always have to remind myself that I'm going to drive myself nuts and I have to stop. Um, I can't save every bug. And <laughs> that's not a healthy place to be in mentally. Um, you know, anyway, I know that as an ex-vegan also, um, it has that fairy tale Cinderella essence to it where you really are embodying that fairy tale princess to some sort of degree, you know, in this case, um, and a lot, and oftentimes those nakshatras related to Disney princesses are just like that. You know, their, their best friends are the animals and not so much in the human world, um, until they're later half in life where they meet their Prince Charming and they get married and their life blooms further out behind that and beyond that, I should say, beyond that point. Um, and, but before that, the world is kind of not, you know, they're kind of alone and they confide in their animal friends and they have just a really big heart and their naive way of being. Um, you probably also have innocence as motivation in human design um so yeah i i wasn't even thinking about that i'm like i was just laughing it off and like trying to ground myself in that and i get caught up in that kind of spiral and um today i'm sitting sitting on my couch drinking coffee in the morning and when i wake up it was in the morning but it was my morning <laughs> My, my schedule is all, all over the place, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm making deal with what I can, not making a big deal out of it, always striving to be better, right, ladies? Yes, always strive to live your best life. Thank you, amen. Um, 
Anyway, I'm sitting there watching YouTube and I'm on my phone, so I'm not like super paying attention. And another video starts playing that I didn't choose. And it happened to be a little mini docu-series of a different kind, which is um, a guy doing documentaries on sex trafficking. And he was in Las Vegas um, interviewing and walking around with these two ex um sex trafficking victims um who were also at a certain point sex workers um I get one of them was like it's hard to say when it ends and stops because there's a lot of grooming and that happens and like what was your actual voluntary you know state of choice and what was it um but regardless they were both doing that um in that situation excuse me in that situation that horrible place um and i started noticing uh as i started looking up and actually watching that they have the characteristics of their physical appearance and it just reminded me of claire Docty's video when she was talking about like how on in one way this manifests as like being a concubine um <clears throat> uh geishas were also is also represented under here which is and this is a pisces nakshatra a lot of people in astrology generally and vaguely know that like neptune dominant women and pisces women um tend to be related towards geishas quite a lot geishas weren't sex workers but they were kind of like in this where you know you you entertain men for money type of situation and you never really are accounted for as like a wife but just treated as like this thing for entertainment from men right um so and the lure of you know bigger grander things and being brushing your shoulders up with wealthy people that can happen with Uttara Bhadrapada because the reason why Uttara Bhadrapada has this within them is because they know that they're meant to be somewhere bigger and grander in life, that they're meant to like break some kind of ceiling um, from which they came. And they're naturally enticed by grander amounts of money, being in, in social circles with more famous people and a lot of times that's a part of it that keeps them locked in the situation i remember in that documentary i watched today about those women that were in sex trafficking like stuck in the in those sex trafficking cycles and abusive relationships um <clears throat> you know that woman was saying like i know that if i do this you know part of me like she was saying that her feminine instincts were telling her that she was going to meet her richard gear you know and be like you know, just like in Pretty Woman, um, you know, saved, rescued, and swept up by a man of higher stature and, and that can, like, take care of her and her family for the rest of her life and not have to worry about money. It's exactly that. <laughs> and it's funny, you know, both women, um, this woman that runs this shelter now that was doing the interview, it was, like, the main person doing the interview, she was doing this in the 80s and she looks like she's in her 40s. Right, this is the Saturn World Nakshatra. And I remember my mom was watching it with me. She was commenting how strong she is. And I was just like, yeah, you know, this is Uttarapadrapada. And she's very thin and she has like a rounded forehead. 
and the the woman that was with her during this interview that I was walking around with them on the strip showing them like you know how things used to go down and where things go down and kind of talking about how things work and how how they you know recounting memories and so on and so forth going through shopping malls and how they would turn tricks in shopping malls and those like really wealthy like high-end shopping malls stuff like that um you know talking about like how you know the allure of it is what is what catches you and like draws you in and like all of this right um and you know how like it seems like a great idea until you realize that it's not just you choosing where whether you're coming and going but you end up getting wrangled up by a pimp and in situations where there's sex trafficking happening um and there's a fine line in that you can't really go at it. You you will always end up wrangled up into something like that. Um, so anyway, yeah, she literally flat out said that, which is totally in line with, you know, and, um, you know, thinking that her Prince Charming was going to come along if she just keeps doing this. Uh, she's going to be free one day. That was her dream. You know, this was going to open the window to br bigger, brighter things. And that's one of the things that, you know, those pumps um, use to keep you locked in is constantly promising you a bigger, brighter future. And this is just temporary. And if you're going to do what I tell you to do, you're going to be free and you're going to have money and we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that. And, a lot, and, you know, the women also say like they're they're in love. They're in love with their with their pimps, <laughs> their pimps. And this is something Andrew Tate said out of his own mouth, which after watching this, unfortunately made me realize that this man um, definitely is in that ring to a certain degree. It's very subtle the way he does it, but it's very true, right? And a lot of times it is very subtle and very true, especially in the beginning. Um, all, all it takes is just, you know, you being like, hey, hey, honey, uh, let's make some extra money. Um, I'm going to be totally fine with you doing OnlyFans and we can make money together and I don't care. It doesn't bother me. And a lot of times also women, you know, there's a part of that where it's like, wow, this man doesn't matter, doesn't care. He still loves me, even though I'm being a sexual being. And there's something in that, right? There's something in that, like in a world where even today men aren't willing to see a woman as a whole woman or a worthy woman or a valuable woman if they're not like virginal and like don't have a life at all outside of them, you know, like, so there's that whole thing too, you know, just a, just a world of boys, right? A world of boys, a very, very insecure boys, very insecure boys, little, little man. Anyway, so unfortunately, yeah, he did actually say those things of like, you know, that it is what it is. It is what it is. And uh, so it's just something to watch out for, basically, is what I'm trying to say. I was propositioned once in high school. I completely forgot about this, actually. Um, I only remembered it as I was watching that documentary that like, and, and I realized, you know, that had to do with my rising sign nakshatra. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, <clears throat> if I hadn't, I had, there was one time that I can remember where I could have gone down that route. If you have this in a chapter, there was something that came up and bumped up and brushed up against you. 
that was like opening up that wormhole and you could have jumped in, but you didn't or you did. Um, and this was around the time where, you know, Playboy was really big and that reality TV show with the Playboy bunnies was big. Um, I was even watching it and I really loved that show. And one day I get an email. Actually, I remember getting a few of these emails um, propositioning me for Playboy, to be a Playboy model. A lot of these women, Uttara Badrapada, a lot of women in Uttara Badrapada and Nakshatra are models or have something to do with modeling. And that's a lot of times the modeling world is connected to sex trafficking, um, by the way. And you got to be careful with that. You really got to be careful where you're going on calls and who you sign up with and what you're doing. Do not just like go on trips and stuff with agencies and it, just be careful. Um, you know, just use your instincts. Don't let yourself like get caught up in like wanting to be successful and thinking you have a window and forgetting what your instincts are saying. Um, whether that is a relationship a significant other or a business proposal. Right. And so I was being pro propositioned by what was say they were saying that it was Playboy and all of this stuff. And um, I, d I declined. And if I didn't decline, I would have ended up in that world 100%. Um, you know, this warm wormhole opens up for this nakshatra and you either go in or you go out. And if you did go in, there's no judgment, but you need to know that you can go out and there's a lot of a lot of uh, organizations that help women escape these these situations. Excuse me. Um, the one that he was doing the interview with, the woman uh, owns Hookers for Jesus, I think is the name of it, but they're also changing. I think they changed it by now, but if you look up Hookers for Jesus, you'll see, you'll be able to find it. And, um, I think it's like, they have like dream house and something like that is the name of the place where the women go to heal and get rehabbed and get put back on their feet. Um, and you know, just take a lot of, a few little Google trips. You'll be able to find multiple situations where you'll be able to get help. Um, she frequently every single night with, um, coworkers that work for her, um, shelter, go up and down the streets of Las Vegas strip and, you know, give, uh, goodie bags to women that are, they know that they're being sex trafficked, um, with a lifeline, you know, giving them their number and letting them know that they can come to them for help if they want to get out. Um, so yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing, unfortunately. Um, you know, anytime there's these huge, highly mature evolutionary nakshatras, there's also a lot of darkness that comes with them. And it's a very like dual sign, but within itself, it's very like, above everything <laughs> ultimately is a very gray area sign um you know because you see the biggest picture you know like i said this is very much so aligned with the sixth line in in human design um you like anywhere in your chart not just your sun sign lines um will most likely have these highly evolved nakshatras that also come with their bag of tricks you know that are a little bit more heavy than other ones 
Um, so yeah, just keep in mind that this is evolutionary, like I said, and whatever struggles you're going through, you're going to get through them. Um, they're there to make you grow and evolve. And, you know, just like a sex line story, it's a story arc. It's a story arc. Things are rough in the beginning and then they start to get better the older you are. And so just start implementing your lessons and working towards being your best self, you know, focusing on what brings you wellness and health and happiness in life, like truly from deep down within your soul, um, you know, start focusing on what aligns with you and praying for help with all of that and knowing that God will help you, that you're never, you're, you are never alone. And no matter what your past, it does not define you. It does not define you. Um, anybody who tries to say that your character and who you are on a soul level is defined by things that you've been through in your life, it's not very evolved. Let's just say that. It's true. Um, a man who doesn't want to be with you because you have a past is not very evolved. It's not the man for you. A man, even <laughs> I was laughing today, like speaking of that, um, do you guys know about yonis and about how different extractors have different are under a different yoni and your ideal partner has a matching yoni to yours. Um, yeah, so whatever you're packing down there, the right partner is going to be the right partner for down there. So regardless of the size of your junk, <laughs> it's not going to be an issue if it's the right, you know, opposite side of the junk spectrum, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So yeah, um, the right person for you is going to like be completely head over heels for you, top and bottom, all the way down to the way you smell and your scent. And um, anybody else is just not, not it. No dice. No dice. Um, and when you have the sixth line, you have things like Padrapada, where you're in a certain time in your life where you're financially depending on other people because it's, you're not able to financially support yourself or you're struggling in that area. Know that you can be financially supported without abuse and you have that within you to have that happen for you. So do not settle. Do not settle. Do not do things just because you think you need to do it to survive. Just ask God to bring you a better option and guide you strongly towards that better option as soon as possible. And do not compromise your values and remember your worth. It doesn't make you a bad person if you don't remember your worth. It just means that a lot of things happen in your life that made you not know your worth. So it's time to start inviting and working towards things and bringing things into your life that remind you of your worth, including the people you surround yourself with and allowing yourself time and patience for that to happen for yourself, knowing that first and foremost, it's you and God. That's all that matters. Everyone else, they can, they can come and go if whenever they please, if they please. You do not need to be dependent on anyone except for God. I know that God will always provide to you, right? So Use your reason, use your mind, trust your heart, trust your soul. Take time to listen to yourself, to hear yourself, to meditate, to listen to God, to pray to God, and to be in a meditative state and to have that portion of your life nice and fulfilling because that's also very needed to be healthy is to have a healthy spiritual life. And it can mean anything. Start with whatever works for you and resonates for you. It doesn't have to be a big spiel. It could just be the fact that you listen to a little five-minute meditation um, audio on YouTube or on, on wherever, on an app, 
you downloaded a meditation app and you do the meditation every morning or every night or both. Start where, with whatever feels good to you and, and right for you. Um, feels good and right. Right and good. Right in a good way. Right, baby? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you know, and if you feel inclined to, uh, please reach out and try to help and support organizations that are fighting sex trafficking. Um, look up this woman that I'm speaking about, uh, Hookers for Jesus. She's excellent. She's wonderful. She's so strong. She's bigger than life. And she's running this organization. Uh, it makes it so that you can do huge things like that. And eventually you will, you just need to harness whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. And that's going to take time. Again, pray for that. Allow that to come in, allow yourself to get there and know that everything happens in divine time and divine plan. Like truly, truly. And honestly, um, you know, if you don't think that check out your palm, and there's an app I remember bringing it up before. I know it resonates for me. It might not resonate for you. It might not be accurate for you, but it might be accurate for you. Um, it's Astroline, and they do. Um, Astroline is an app that has all different kinds of varying um, divination tools, and they do app. They do app. <laughs> they do palmistry, and they have a really like. I think this is it's like the best palmistry app ever. Um, it's for real and it'll give you timelines of things. Um, so yeah, <laughs> check it out and see if you're actually behind or if that relationship really did hold you up. Um, because it didn't, it was a learning lesson. Um, nothing ever happens in vain. I promise you that. So whatever you went through in life, no matter how hard it's been, it was there for a purpose for to make you be able to hold a certain capacity of knowledge and wisdom and experience to be able to help others and help the world evolve and heal, um, including, of first and foremost, yourself. North Node is moving into Aries. It all starts with you. It all starts with your well-being. It all starts with how things resonate for you, how things feel in your body, how true and how wholesome are things for you in that situation. If something's ever making you feel off and not wholesome in your body, and um not aligned it's not for you it's not something you need to be entertaining don't need to think about it don't need to analyze it a no is a no a no is a full sentence you don't need to explain yourself you can just say no even to yourself if something's just not right it's just not right you don't need to have a reason for yourself or for anybody else right so whatever's feeling off to you stay away from it and just trust that um if something feels off it's off doesn't matter what and who and why it just is so let it be what it is and keep moving forward because you deserve to be happy and healthy and please know that you are loved so safe and secure in god and um, continue moving towards the things that help you feel and know that you're safe and secure and loved and happy and healthy and thriving and living your best life being productive and having fun and just enjoying your life because you deserve to no matter what's been going on in your past or in your present always god loves you always <sighs> i'll see you guys soon